It's the radio segment that starting up a daycare in an abandoned refrigerator warehouse where oh, all yeah. the fridges lock from the outside. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a... Fun, right? Uh, That's the word you're thinking of. Yeah. Get your kids signed up while they're still openings <laughs> with laser stories. So the segment where we read weird news stories around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser. Those other gert guzzlers just don't. <laughs> this first laser story is out of New York. A few years ago, a man named Tim George couldn't believe his luck when he scratched a lottery ticket and realized he just won the jackpot of one million dollars. All I do is win, win, no matter what. On a scratcher, Lucky. too. Oh, what wow, a dream. that is insane. I'm going to do it someday. Life-changing money, yeah. and he didn't want all his friends and acquaintances to know that he was newly rich. Oh, so right. he called up his favorite cousin for a favor, his female cousin, Amador. And Tim wanted to fly her in from Houston so he could have her claim the prize on his behalf. Now, he could remain anonymous, and not only was he going to pay for all her flights, he said he'd throw in $50,000 just for her troubles. Uh, Okay. Helping your family and you're remaining anonymous. I'll do it for him. Anybody else? So she agreed and went into the office. But that's when things took a turn, because Amador forged the lottery papers and told her cousin that when she got to the office, they let her know he hadn't won the jackpot. What? It was only 20 grand. Oh, wait a minute. What? So wait, she told him is what? So she gave him that money, the okay. 20000 and went on her way. Uh-huh. But it didn't take Tim long to find a press release announcing Amador had collected a one-time lottery payment of $537,000. Yeah! Oh, oh, my God. Thanksgiving then? Oh. oh, my God. After two years in court, Amador wow. pleaded guilty to larceny and is expected to be sentenced to one to four years. Oh. And as for the money, she yeah. had to forfeit what was left back to her cousin. Oh, please Good. tell me it's over 10 bucks. He ended up with $317,000. Oh, still pretty nice. Which I know, should, but it's still not the same. It's almost going to cover half of his legal fees. Oh. Yeah. I bet. Oh, that's terrible. No Good for him. he didn't want his friends or family finding oh, out. Man. She's part of the problem. This next laser story is out of Tokyo. A few years ago, a YouTuber in Japan rigged up a system that allowed his pet fish to play video games. That fish would probably still be better than me. Well, yeah. I'm so terrible. He wanted to see if his fish could beat a game called Pokemon Sapphire using okay. motion tracking software. And okay. he put a grid behind the fishbowl with dots that correspond to different buttons. And if the fish stopped or turned around in front oh. of one, it counted. Okay, so that's how the fish was controlling the controller by motion. Exactly, and Uh-oh. around a thousand hours in, the game froze while he wasn't watching, <laughs> but the computer running the game stayed on, and the okay. fish was still pressing buttons. Uh-oh. Okay. So eventually it managed to open Nintendo's eStore and transferred money from his credit card to his what? Nintendo account. Nobody <laughs> got time for that. And it was only $4, but oh. could still be considered credit card fraud oh. if a human had done the same thing. Oh, get the cuffs ready. Yeah. They also used some of his reward points to buy a new avatar, oh. download a Nintendo 64 <laughs> emulator, and change his online username to... I think that's in fish. You got to read it in yeah. fish, yeah. and then it means like stupid or something. He eventually saw what was happening seven hours later <laughs> and reached out to Nintendo to explain. They reversed the $4 charge for him, and now his fish is grounded from playing Aww. video games for the next two weeks. Oh, no. Ruined it, buddy. Gotta give the fish a book now. <laughs> this next laser story is out of Rhode Island. 
A local police department got a surprise when they received a handwritten letter with a bag of evidence. Mm. The letter came from an eight-year-old girl and read, Mm. Dear Cumberland Police Department, I took a sample of cookies and carrots that I left for Santa in the reindeer on Christmas <laughs> Eve and was wondering if you could take a sample of DNA and see if Santa is real. Oh, oh, yeah! Brilliant! Wow, that's so cute. This is it's great. Smart. The remains were presumably consumed by Santa Claus and some of his <laughs> yeah. nine reindeer, and the department knew exactly what to do. They forwarded the evidence to the state's Department of Health Forensic Sciences unit for analysis. Cops then responded to the young girl with some already uncovered evidence in support of Santa Claus's presence in her neighborhood. What'd they find? They sent her a photo of what appeared to be a deer with antlers, or perhaps a reindeer, Uh spotted on the night of Christmas Eve. Investigations up. They then informed her that the police department is awaiting test results, adding, This young lady obviously has a keen sense for truth. We will wow. do our very best to provide answers for her. The it's- three homicides that we're working on can yeah. wait. <laughs> I was going to say, as soon as they find him, they will arrest Santa Claus for breaking and entering. Oh. Yeah, right? Evidence is damning. Yeah. This next laser story is out of Colonel Mustard with a cannon in the conservatory. Uh-oh. HQ. Americans and Canadians are obsessed with true crime. And now some people are taking it a little too far. The latest social media trend is people putting together in case I go missing binders. In the unlikely event that they become the subject of a missing person's case and or Netflix miniseries. My friend made me like a PowerPoint years ago she sent to me. Is it just so that you have control of what images that they use? Passwords, her phone access. Yeah, everything. I thought it was just because you wanted to make sure that they didn't use an ugly photo of you for the missing poster. Oh, (laughs) also that. I do have passwords. I mean. Use this photo, please. The binders include their DNA, fingerprints, handwriting samples, Dental records, blood type, and medical history. It doesn't stop there. It also has photos of their tattoos, scars, and birthmarks, as well as Smart. images of themselves with different hairstyles. And it keeps depth. going. <laughs> okay. They have passwords for their social media accounts and messaging apps, yeah. important documents like birth certificates, licenses and wills, Whoa. and work details along with information on current and past relationships, friends, family members, and coworkers. Is this, wow. it's a investigation. Is this when we mark our relationship with true crime unhealthy? Yeah. yeah. Alexis. It sounds like a steal my identity starter kit. Yeah, you just well, that's giving true. it to them. Like uh-huh. you're assuming they're not going to take the binder after the crime. <laughs> <laughs> the binders are on Amazon and Etsy, and one called oh. the If I Go Missing binder oh. sells for about fifty dollars. I mean, wow. it's close to a scrapbook. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, very morbid. Sort of. one. Yeah. <laughs> the folders first went viral recently because of a podcast called Crime Junkie. Oh god, <laughs> you should not awful. watch or listen to any of these. Really okay. Not gonna stop me. I'm curious, would any of our listeners pay money to do this? I know one guy has his own home version of it, but he does need our help. Because I I could see us having issues with the shell and claw prints part, but I don't think we're gonna have any trouble collecting DNA. That sound means laser stories has come to an end for the day. (laughs) We'll do it. It's all DNA. (laughs) We'll do it again, same time on Friday. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.